Alright guys, another video, another Mikasa day. I'm here with one of my good friends, Ben, who I met in China, and then one of my good friends, Nick, who I met in Canada. He's bringing these two worlds together. And uh, Ben has a very interesting story, He's lots of very interesting stories. But in today's video, we're going to focus on what's, you could call it acting. It's a very specific thing to Asia where uh, business people or schools or whatever will hire a foreigner to come to a conference and make a presentation or you know pretend like they're the CEO of some big oil company in, in America or something to get deals done. So without further ado, let's get into the video. Alright Ben, I want to start with, before we actually go into the stories, how did you actually, how did you, how did you get your first job doing the acting thing? So first of all, most important yep. is to find the right guy, you know. Like I found you, you can do this podcast. I yep. know uh, Nick today. That's most important because in China, connections of one see is the number one thing. You meet some guys randomly, like you guys, right? Later we become friends. We go hang out and we find some common topics. And Nick, accidentally, we meet another guy. We yeah. say, hey. You know, I got very important conference coming. I need some guy, yeah, to pretend be my partner, foreign partner. Why? Because my foreign partner can't come to China because the fly cancel or he got some troubles or whatever. Yeah. It's just kind of a help. That's the first job I got. So where was that? That was in Tindao. It's like the city north to China, yep. like between Peiti and Shanghai. It's very, you know, like Tindao. Everybody knows beer, beer Tindao. Yeah. 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 So it's a, it's a historical city. We went, we went in December. Um, so yeah, you got that first job, and then yeah. he's like, "Okay, my business partners can't come. I need you to come to the conference." Was it a conference or was it just a business meeting? No, it was a conference, like about 180 people, you know, it's, <laughs> Were you it was nervous? two, three days. Nervous, I can't say nervous, because before actually, yeah. back to my home country, I was an actor in the theater. Okay. And we traveled around the world, around the Europe, we even went to Mexico, yeah, actually where the Russian went in now. So, uh, I got this experience, and it's okay, it's you feel like you want to act you enjoy that and people even pay you for this yeah so uh what did you do at that conference did you have to make a speech or did you just have to show up like what 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 was your actual job there so you got it guys right there was another guy like real one the partner business partner who must fly to china and give his speech right to support his Chinese partner. So I do the same what he must to do. It means the first, give a speech. The second, <laughs> you need to drink a lot in China. Yeah. It's like like good way of communication in China. Actually, it's the same in Canada, right? Yeah. If you do business, you need to drink. Uh, uh, not, as, not as much, not as much. Like I'm not talking about alcohol. I don't know that's an alcohol. Just drink. It's a way of communication, you know. It's, it's like a... now we're sitting here, I drink water, your coffee. Mm. People 
like share food or like to share drinks because they trust each other more yep. in this case. Yeah, you definitely do build uh, more of a bond. I think it's way more in China, though. Like It's way more common that people want to go for lunch and dinner to talk about business. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so you had to make the speech. I remember when I was talking to you uh, a couple of days ago about this, you said that you're making a speech in English. You're yeah. just... It, talking bullshit basically <laughs> then the, oh, the, the translator so, is uh, yeah. the translator is talking in Chinese and giving the real presentation you need to know guys first scene in China like many like almost no actually everybody who goes to the primary school to the secondary school and high school in China they have to study English like every guys right and they have to pass this uh, like exam after mm -hmm. high school. High school, it's called Gaokao. Like it's big issue in China. It's, kind of, like, pass, it's yeah. kind of like the SATs. Yeah, CTS, right. Okay. So if you pass this Gaokao, yeah, you can. You have the right to enter other universities in China. So English subject is one of the parts of Gaokao. If you don't pass this, you can't get that university to study where you can't after it means you can't get better job. It means you will uh, you will beg actually if you don't have higher education mm -hmm. in China because it's all about competition. Why? Because many people here, you know, right? So actually, every Chinese started English even more maybe than like Europeans right I'm not sure about Canada right but it depends so every Chinese study a lot like, especially English but the problem is they don't have this possibility to communicate like we sitting face to face with foreigners yeah, because in daily lives you don't need to practice. You don't need to use they English, don't need to right? Speak English, yeah. So their listening is very low. The problem is that you must to tell guys, come on, be confident, show that you know what you're talking about. Like now, actually, I'm talking gibberish, right? <laughs> like it's nonsense. Yeah. But it feels like you guys listen to me carefully, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I do acting. You feel, oh, this guy, Ben, is very smart, right? Yeah, yeah. And you are very careful listening to me now. That's the point. So when you're giving the presentation, you're basically talking about something that you know, but you're projecting confidence, and then the, yeah. the Chinese person is giving the real presentation in Chinese. Because you have a translator, right? You have a translator that gives a... Okay, yeah, we have translated, but... Yeah. You see, the key point of this acting scene is not to... Actually, everybody knows it's a conference, yeah, what I'm going to say, yeah. right? And it's because it's business, it's not scientific conference, right? Yeah. But it is very important what, like, great scientists here are saying, because yeah, it costs a lot of money. So everybody writing down all this stuff. But it's been the business conference, that means it just to show off, you know, show a face. Yeah. Like to support your Chinese partner that, oh, they will think this foreigner, a foreign businessman flew from Firewood to China just for a couple of days here. That means first he respects his Chinese partner, 
right? And we are clients of him. Yeah. And the second, he thinks China is very important and he shows this respect to all Chinese people, to whole China. So, okay, so going after that, so you do the first one, then how do you get your second, third, fourth? How does that, how do you get more jobs after that? So, it's very easy. First, as I said, connections, go and see, right? You have this, go and see, you have this connection, guys. Then, China's way of doing things is, I know you, you know him, yeah. so I know you, right? If you need something, you find this guy or whatever, then he finds me. Yep. It's like this way. And of course, we have agents. Mm. Like those agents who knows all the guys here, who need of this. And it's like a family style. Because, oh, I know you, you don't lie to me, yeah. Like you support me, all the stuff. Yeah. Great. Okay. Are we recording? Um, yeah, we're still recording. I just wanted to make sure we didn't get uh, yeah, like a phone I call. For pizza, yes, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, we're yeah, because once in a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know it was the same as. Actually, now we have this kind of actancy that feel like this, you know. Yeah. And you feel nervous a little bit because oh, this guy like especially Nick, if you see me first time. So most important, yeah, first in China is make friends right do some little things yeah what I what I like in China yeah like my first year in China I got a friend yeah he speak very it? good <laughs> Chinese right he yep. was foreigner and he was in China maybe about four years that day so he took the knife and he took a fork and he told me be careful with this thing. Okay. You know why? Why? <laughs> why? I don't Nick. know. Yeah. Pardon? It's not chopsticks. Yeah, but he said to me, be be careful with these things in China. Any ideas, guys? Mm, nope. No. The answer is very simple. Because in China, you can't find it easily, right? Yeah. We're sitting in Mexican restaurant now. Yes, of course, you should have it. As you said, Nick, correctly, everybody uses chopsticks in China. So, why should I be very careful with these things? I'm a foreigner, I know how to use it, right? The key is very simple. Because in China, it's very rare. And in Chinese restaurant, when waitress like you ask waitress to give it to you so you have to you take knife you have to take fork and you have to take napkin and clean it up you know because a lot of germs because nobody cares that years about knives to clean them to wash them even right mm -hmm. if chopsticks they worse that but uh, knives and forks, Chinese don't use it like usually. Okay. So that's why I got this really nice, you know, like a custom. Yeah. Once I come to the new place, new restaurants, I see the knife and fork. I always clean them up like this. With my so, 
so okay, so you're getting so Guangxi using Guangxi to get new jobs. What about money? Like, how much are you getting paid for these jobs? And what is it? they pay for your expenses, right? Let's talk a little. Yeah, bit Yeah, money. It's very interesting question and issue because in China you never know how much you should be paid. Yeah. yeah and what's the real like market price? Yeah. Well, you don't know until you've done it a few times and you've no, met other course. people. No, no, no. You know it, right? Yeah. Like they tell you how much is that. Uh, how much they will well, I'm pay saying they, they don't tell you you don't know the market price until you've done it a few yes. times and you know other people who've done it as well and how much they got paid that's like the that. point yeah so you can get from one thousand oh no you like five four hundred RMB four hundred RMB one thousand RMB or even five thousand RMB mm. wow. you never know you know because why as I said China is big yeah means many many clients different clients and different market price actually and as i said there are agents yeah who get the profit yeah you, know? you never know how much is that because as i said if you're a client here yeah, you are my agent rika yeah? so nick you ask rika to find a guy like me to help you yeah to pretend to act during your conference or business meeting whatever so you just go, you find Rika, yeah. So you say, Rika said, okay, I'm gonna, this guy is very good, yeah, you know, he's perfect, yeah. He will cost you like 10,000 RMB. You say, okay, whatever, I'm a rich guy, yeah, whatever. So you find, you think, okay, Rika start to find searching the guy, right guy who can do this. Mm -hmm. And he finds maybe for 500 or whatever. And you never know. Like and you will never tell, yeah, to me what's the real price, and I will never ask you because Rika will never give me a job Again. afterwards. Yep. But if I think the Rika is doesn't have a lot of jobs, yeah, I can go directly to you. But even if I ask you directly what's the price, or if you need me next time, it's ha it's not happen quite often, right? Because yeah, the, one, the, two years, two yeah. times a year. So yeah. Nick, you don't need to waste like to waste your friendship with Rika yeah. just for one guy that you don't know, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a key point. That's that. Are you coming to the Kent Fair? Or are you thinking about coming to the Kent Fair? Well, are you? Well, if you are, I'm getting married. I know, and I'm joking. Yeah, I think that if you're coming to the Kent Fair, or if you're coming to China around the Kent Fair time. A big mistake that people make is they think that they could just go to the fair and pick out their suppliers and then, you know, within a couple of days and figure it out and leave. And it's not, yes, the fair is a great way to find suppliers. And I've done a video on this explaining more in depth, but you want to be doing research before you come down to China, because when you're here, you want to already have sort of established relationships and then you should be in the stage of like setting up things and growing that relationship with your supplier so by the end of your trip you actually are ready to place an order and another thing is like if you do everything online you, you know there's going to be certain steps that you miss and you're not going to understand the full entirety of the process and what are the right things that you have to have in place so we are launching a china canton fair pre-accelerator program it's going to be a seven-day program from october 8th to the 15th and that is a week before the Canton Fair. It's going to be all expenses paid apart from flights. 
and we've got a great team. It's myself. I'm going to have a bunch of sourcing assistants, which will be Chinese people that speak Cantonese, Mandarin, English. We've got Michael Michelini from Global from Asia, who organizes a ton of amazing events. Is one of the most connected people I know in China. Then we've got Mark, who is a huge e-commerce guy, who's just like underground. He doesn't like to put his name out there, but super experienced. And the idea is, I want to show you what I do. I want to take you from you having chosen your product, you sourcing it, setting it up the right way, as in the right communication with suppliers, assessing them. I show you how to assess them. I'm going to be working one-on-one with everybody that comes into the program. That's why everybody's working out of my office for that week. And then also even going to your specific factories and me showing you how I assess suppliers. By the end of that program, you should have. Sourced, set up your order, or be ready to set up your order by the end of that program. And the difference is, a lot of other programs where they do these China trips, like you just come to China and then you go to the fair and you know you just kind of walk around and maybe you find some suppliers, but you don't leave with any tangible knowledge on how to source suppliers. So like with my thing, I want to make sure that by the end of the program. You don't need me, even if you choose to work with me. You don't need me because you know everything that is the, what is the appropriate way to set up an order, and what are you supposed to do in terms of contracts, sourcing, you know, assessing,、uh, communication, everything under the sun. Anyways, like I said, Cantor Fair Pre Accelerator. We have a description: sourcewineasia.com/slash/madeinchina. Check it out and、uh, get in contact. It's it's interesting because my、uh, my business partner、uh, Mike, he's an agent for basketball players, so it's the same it's the same thing where it's like the,、oh, uh, the Chinese agents. Mike. Yeah, Mike, you met him before, I think.、Right? Yeah.、Uh, there's the Chinese agents, and then there's Mike, and then there's the basketball players from、yeah. the U.S. So like the Chinese agents will go to the boss, and then the boss, and then they'll talk to Mike, and then Mike will find the players. But then it's like.、Yeah. The boss is saying, "Okay, here's the budget: a hundred thousand RMB." And then the agent is telling Mike fifty thousand RMB. And then it's like this this、uh, trickle down situation. So the the players never really know how much what they're supposed to be making, and Mike also doesn't know how much they're supposed to be making because there's like so much stuff going on behind the scenes. But one thing I've noticed with Mike is he said that over time, because he's been doing it for a few years now,、uh, he now knows like the market price, and he's he's friends with some of the bosses. So sometimes the bosses come to him directly. Does, does that happen to you now? Do you have people like a boss coming to you directly, or do you have more control now of the price than before? So, because actually, you know,、um, to have like. Yeah, we have bosses. Oh, I didn't tell. For example, Nick, you're a boss, right? If like I go directly to you, right, and say, "Hey, we don't need Rika."、Uh, yeah, next time just call me. You know, like just、uh, you pay me directly, and we become friends. You know, we hang out, we drink, we eat, whatever. Yeah, and we become friends, and and I don't feel like. I should get money from you because you treat me quite well, right?、Mm. You take care of my stuff. Oh, maybe sometimes I had I get troubles, right? And you help me out, yeah. The next time, and you know actually, Nick, it's like if next time you need me, yeah, you can ask me just like for a as a friend, favor, as a favor,、yeah. you know. So that's the key. That's the point. We need agents,、yeah. actually. Cause they do their job. Yeah, they do their job. It's just a job stuff. Yeah, 
And if I agree with the price that agent gives me, yeah, I don't care what on top or whatever, right? Because doing agent job, I think it's not that easy too. Yeah, mm -hmm. to find clients, to drink with them a lot, I guess, or whatever. Between you, and yeah, the and it's about security, like safety. You know, like a difficult question actually. What's the most you've ever gotten from one of these jobs? Most. Yeah. For acting. For acting. Nice. The best. Oh, thanks. The best, the best evening in my life. I would say like this. <laughs> okay. It's not money worth, right? It's all like. Okay, before you say the best, but how? What's the most money you got from one of the jobs before you? Like this, course? maybe two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Was that for one or two days? For two days. Two days. Yeah. So a thousand a day, kind of. Yeah. Okay. What's the best, the best night of your life, or the best job that you had? What happened? So I guess, uh, Nick, how long are you in China? Month and a half. Month and a half. Wow, that's great. <laughs> you will enjoy China a lot, you know. I think so. Thanks to those uh, nights, yeah, I would say evenings in China, because Chinese people. They're very good at treating, like especially foreigners, right? And if you're new to China, like you're a freshman here, and everything will be like great for you, like you know, you never met, you never saw this, yeah. And people so nice, and they will really, really uh, treat you as nice as they can. Why? Because in Chinese mind, you're a traveler in here, right? Everybody can see it. Yeah, every Chinese can see it. Oh, you're not local. That means you're a traveler, right? So, and in Chinese mind, you need to help, like to support travel, right? To give the best what you can. There are many stories when, like, foreigner yeah, was lost in some town, city, yeah, and just random guys random Chinese guys went to him and asked what happened, how to help, you know, like and to take him to their home, yeah, the, like they eat evening, like dinner with them, with the whole family. That's astonishing, like it's, that's what I experienced my first year in China. I was like, oh really? It's never happened in Europe. Yeah, I remember it's I, was, I, was on, uh, I was on vacation in Huizhou and like the, I took a boat And then the the boat captain on the way back was yeah. like he came to me. He's like, "What are you up to tonight?" <laughs> I was like, well, "Guys, it's I was like, I'm on holiday." Uh, no, I'm okay. I was like, "I'm on holiday, man. What's going?" He's like, uh, "Do you want to come to my place tonight?" I was like, "What? Wait, what?" <laughs> I was like, are you trying to? I was like, "What's going?" He's like, "No, I wanted." Insinuating something. I was like, "I was like, I don't really roll like that." But uh, he's like, "No, I'm, yeah." He's like, "My whole family, my mom's there, my wife." All that stuff. He's like, you want to come? I was like, it was just weird. It was just because I was the only foreigner on the boat. So the guy came to me and he invited me for dinner, but I, I politely declined. So I was, uh, I was with a lady friend, so I couldn't, you know. Oh, you experienced the same thing, right? Never. We, we, when we were traveling in Qingdao and stuff, I think some of the stuff that he's talking about, like being taken out by the the factory well, bosses that's and what he was at a factory. yeah, that's just like part of business. But I think. Uh, I still haven't gone to the point where uh, I meet people randomly. So I, like I go out at night and I get invited, like even having Chinese friends. I'm still not at that level yet because uh, my manager is like non-existent. 
It doesn't matter to me, your Mandarin. I just haven't, I guess I'm, I'm in like a sort of routine where I don't have a chance to meet any locals. So, why do you go to Tindal? Why did you go to Tindal? Yeah, what's the purpose? For factory goods. For factory goods? Yeah, it was like a one, two day factory So, did they get you to some restaurant to eat dinner? Yeah, bosses. Yeah, right. And later? Just rest, right? And then we go back to the hotel. Ah, okay. It we, was hotel. Let's leave it like this. It was PG. It was PG, yeah. Well, I mean, we also... I, I was I was with one of my customers, and the, we had, like, factory to go to the next day, travel to another city, so we, we didn't really have time to to yeah. go crazy. And I've done that before, and I'm not I'm not interested. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been there. Uh, no, I'm like I'm like that dude. I'm like that dude in the beginning of the movie where they find you in like in the mountains, and I'm like gold, and like I ah, put that life behind me. Don't drag me back into that situation. <laughs> um, okay, so so what happened with the, the the best best conference that you went to, the best acting experience? Remember, you you were about to go into a story about the best time that you had at, at one of these conferences. The best evening you've ever had. The best evening, yeah. yeah. So, we just had dinner, nice dinner, that's it. <laughs> Delicious one, it's the best guys. <laughs> yeah. I think there's probably more, I think there's more, you I know? Thought there was like, I can't no. say more. You can't say more? Well, it's up to you, man. You said one time. Yeah. You don't say it again. You don't, you don't. Yeah. It's up to you. Like I, I'm completely fine with you talking about that stuff. You know. Most interesting, like you know, because I've I've been to this nice evenings. He yeah, has the best evenings in my life many times. Uh, so and I got that kind of man who tired of this stuff. Yeah, I would prefer to go back to the hotel and sleep rather yeah. than go as the best night. The KTV and, and nonsense. Cultivated, yep. just yeah, nothing. Maybe it will be better, right? We put Nick into this best evening situation, <laughs> and he is like as a fresh man. He will that is show that is ninety percent of the reason why Nick came today is he wants. It's <laughs> <laughs> like introduce me to Ben so that I can do the shit. <laughs> I was like, I'll do it once for the experience, but like. <laughs> Even for me, I'll be like that dude, just like reluctantly going through the motions. Dude, I want to, I want to get into the game long term. I want to spend my years in China just doing this. You see, that's what happens with people. Once they came to China, they can't go out. They can't escape China. Yep, that's what happens. Like for you, for me, yeah. Uh, and it's like labyrinths. I feel like China is a labyrinth, you know. Where else would you go? Where else can provide this kind of stimulation? Yep. It's never, uh, never a boring place. Never I a boring can't day. say, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Okay. So just to close off, I know, for example, when I've been out with factory bosses, they yeah, yeah. wanted to take me to KTV and like introduce me to the KTV girls, yeah. that kind of stuff. I'm sure that happens as well oh, when man. you go, right? <laughs> I'm sure they offer. No. Right? No. It's not like this. It's not like that. No. It's not the main point, you know. 
I mean, they want to socialize with the foreigner afterwards, right? They want to go for yeah. dinner, they want to party, they want to, you know. The socializing scene, yeah, is most important. Is special different cultures, different traditions. You need to find like this connect connecting points, right? Sure. What's the first connecting point between China and foreigners? Alcohol, food. Well, business, but food, drinks. Yeah, that's the reason why Nick came to China first time, right? Business. Yeah. Yeah. The first point. So it means Chinese factory need to sell you, right? You need to buy. Yep. Market price of a table, yeah. So you talk business, good. Second, what happens? Connecting point between cultures. Uh, food, food and food and drinks. Okay, language barrier. Language barrier. Yes. That's a disconnecting like, point. No, it's a very connecting point. Yeah. Why is that a connecting point? Because we all remember Babylon, right? Yeah. I, I remember the Bible story. Yeah. Yeah, the Bible story when people yeah, decided, oh, we are better than God, right? Yeah. And we went to build the tower, tower as high as in, high as God has, yeah, whatever. To reach reach heaven. Yeah, yeah. like this, yeah? And what happened? Uh, God said, fuck you guys and split everybody <laughs> around the world so then they didn't speak the they didn't speak the same languages and stuff like that. They couldn't understand each other so they could not build yeah the, the tower together and stuff. That's what happened in between foreign and Chinese, yeah. yeah. We tried to build this tower, right? But we don't speak the same language, yeah. So we need to find other ways of communicating. Right. Like my first year if this is chicken. Is it filming? Yep. This is chicken guys, right? So first years in China if I wanted to, to get a chicken, right? To order chicken at the restaurant, I have to use my body language like this. Chicken, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like chicken. Give me. I'll just show, point to another guy's, you know, dish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it works. That's why Nick, you came to, you flew to China from Firewear, yeah, to this factory in Tindao, just to, like, we have Skype, we have whatever, right, video, whatever. Why do you need to fly? Because. It's much easier way yeah, to point out and to see and feel this, right? So even you can't speak Chinese, yeah? And this guy, like the Chinese guy, doesn't speak any English, right? But if you are technicians, right? If you're like, you know the scenes, yeah? You don't, you don't even need to talk, you just need to see, because we are human, humans, right? We all need to touch, yeah, to feel, oh, really nice t-shirt, yeah? It's a good quality, so I'm gonna order this, like, shirts, you know? That's the point. So you don't need to just point out like this. So body language guys help you a lot. So last point. Uh, What is the... Did you ever have a crazy experience with one of these acting jobs where you felt you were going to get in trouble, you didn't want to be there, or they were asking you to do something that you felt uncomfortable to do? So it's always happening, yeah. Because you're acting, you're pretending someone who you are not. So what, what is the worst thing that happened? No, it's not the worst thing. It's the best thing. Yeah, you get excited because of this. Okay, yeah. You so feel like, oh, guys, yeah. like it's not boring. You know, like you wake up in the morning and you have nothing to do and you just lie down on your sofa, whatever, till the midnight, whatever. Yeah. So give me That's an give me an boring. example of a situation where they asked you to do something you were not prepared 
Hey, Ruiz. So, if they ask me to be, oh, I'm from Canada, to tell, yeah. yeah. And then another guy says, oh, I've been to Canada. Which city? Oh, Toronto. <laughs> oh. Yeah. My uncle lives in Toronto, yeah? Yeah. And he says, which it's streets, part. on which street do you live? Yeah. yeah. Well, which, what, what area yeah. do you live? Yeah. And like you... Oh, that street where lots of foreigners, you know, like, oh, like Mexican attack or whatever, yeah. And it gets you excited. You don't feel like, you know, like frozen. You yeah? know what's funny is if you that's if you do something like that, if you go like, oh, yeah, the, the area where there's a lot of, like, Polish people, the area where there's a lot of Mexican people, the other person will tell you that area if they know. They'll be like, oh, it's Finch. And, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I agree. So it's like, it's funny. You can lead the person to answer their own question yeah but it's all the main points you know yep. you everybody would go to the cinema right guys yeah yep. what's your favorite movie uh Where the dark knight dark knight yeah okay. how about you Nick? probably i would say mind hunters mind hunters mind hunters but for the sake of you guys knowing something let's say gangs of all right so why do you go there to the what, cinema? For, yeah, to the cinema. To, uh, to watch Dark Knight. To, for the experience. I'm a big fan of Batman, you know. All right. Yeah. And so. just the experience of watching the movie in the cinema, you know. Right. Yeah. How about you, Nick? I love movies. Yeah. yeah, you see. So it means you want to act as your superhero kind of sure. stuff, right? You want to be the same. So all our life is acting, actually. Even now we're acting, right? We're not real like this, because nobody knows, even ourselves, yeah? We don't know who we're real. <laughs> gonna, you know, I was going to say, yeah. like, oh, we're not, we don't even exist, it. bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Ben, did you, what, what were you smoking? Before Guys, you <laughs> that's what I was trying to do, because Nick was sitting like this, you know, like frozen statue, yeah? And I feel, is he a real man? Like, what's happened with him? Right? But finally, I got him excited, yeah? Stop acting, okay? Feel free. Uh, I, th I think Nick was just... I think he was just letting me... Because it's supposed to be my video. I think he was just letting me interview, right? Pretty much? Like, I mean, I'm chilling. Yeah, yeah good. Give five, man. All right. So, Ben, I think that's the end of the video. It was good. Yeah. I appreciate you being on. If you enjoyed this, leave a comment below and ask any questions that you want Ben to answer and ask any questions that you want me to answer. And subscribe. Subscribe. Strikes again, whoa. Some niggas bitter with life and they hate me. They wanna put a knife in my ribs, whoa. Nobody better to show up and run it and I can put that on the twins, whoa. We not together, but I get the info on you cause I'm nice to your friends, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, they shouldn't have told me, but they did. What a time this is to be alive for this shit. President doing us in. My window got blue in the tent. Hey, did this shit once and I do it again.